Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in Acts. We're looking at Acts chapter 15, verse 5. Read from today's New International Version. Paul and Barnabas are having uh, to settle or to, um, yeah, to settle a controversy. They need to resolve, that's the word, a controversy in the church. This is the first controversy in the Christian church. And it it regards um, faith versus works, or faith and works, which is what the the Pharisees wanted. The um, Life Application Bible says, These Christians had been Pharisees before their conversion, like Paul. They found themselves having compatible views with Christianity because Pharisees believed the resurrection and in a Messiah. But many were reluctant to accept anyone who did not adhere to the oral traditions of law. In addition to the scriptures, which would be the Torah. And again, that's from Life Application Study Bible. Let's listen to uh, Acts chapter 15, verse 5. Read from today's New International Version. Then some of the believers who belonged to the party of the Pharisees stood up and said, The Gentiles must be circumcised and required to keep the law of Moses. Again, Acts chapter 15, verse 5, read from today's New International Version. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening and following my podcast, which can be heard almost anywhere podcasts are heard including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. Like and follow at Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Acts chapter 15, verse 5. Read from today's New International Version. Paul and Barnabas are dealing with a controversy. And they want to make sure that you know, everyone understands that we are saved by faith, not by works, by faith in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. So let's listen to what the commentaries had to say. Uh, the Pharisees who are bringing the controversy, who's causing the controversy, um, oppose Paul and Barnabas. And they were Christians who had been Pharisees. So they were Jewish Christians. This is the first distinct mention of the conversion of any of the Pharisaic party. But there had been a drift that in that direction going on for some time. Beginning during our Lord's ministry in John chapter 12 verse 42. And showing itself in the moderate councils of Gamaliel in Acts chapter 5 verses 38 through 39 when he um, stood up and told the council not to kill Peter and the apostles because if they were um, uh, 
if they were worshiping a man, if it was the action of man, it would be throw, overthrown. But if it was of God, nobody would be able to overthrow it. And you might be fighting, and you could even be fighting, fighting against God. And even now, the Pharisees are fighting against God's will. And Paul and Barnabas are trying to show them the correct way. And yesterday's reading, it said they had the heart of a shepherd. They wanted to make sure that uh, everyone understood. The Pharisees wanted the law to be kept in its completeness. The temple a ritual maintained and Gentiles only admitted on their confessing their inferiority and accepting the sign of incorporation with the superior race. And that's according to Ellicott's commentary for English readers. And you can imagine, um, they call them Judaizers. You can, and we, we've seen super saints before. People who say, okay, you can, uh, back in our day, you had to vote whether a person could be uh, accepted in church. Thank God we don't do that anymore. But anyway, if you can just imagine these super saints who are saying, well, you can't be a part of this religion because you haven't been circumcised. You haven't observed all these laws and rules and rituals. And thank God that is not how we, uh, how God, we have to come before God. We thank you that we can come right through the uh through Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. But let me continue. The Pharisees were well known for their high regard of the law and their desire to obey the law in the smallest details. If the Pharisees believed anything, they believed one could be justified before God by keeping the law. For a Pharisee to be really a Christian, it would take more than an acknowledgement that Jesus was Messiah. He would have to forsake his attempt to justify himself by keeping the law and accepting and accept the work of Jesus as the basis of his justification. And how many times do we try to do it ourselves when we need to accept Christ as Christ as our Lord and Savior? In Lystra, Paul and Barnabas did not allow the pagans to merely add Jesus to their pantheon of Roman gods. They commanded that they were, that they had to turn from their vain gods to the true God. These Pharisees would have to let go of their rituals. They'd have to do the same thing. They'd have to turn from their efforts, their works, to earn their way before God by keeping the law and, and uh, look to Jesus. You can't add Jesus and say, now Jesus helps me justify myself through keeping the law. That is not it. Paul himself was a former Pharisee who became a Christian. But he came to know that Jesus didn't help him to do what a Pharisee did, only better. He knew that Jesus was his salvation, not the way to his salvation. Jesus is our salvation. Paul wrote, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Christ Jesus, that we might be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law. 
For by works of the law, no flesh shall be justified. And that's in Galatians chapter 2, verse 16. The, uh, the former Pharisees believed two things. First, that the Gentiles needed to be initiated into Judaism through circumcision. And not just circumcision alone. They had to live under Mosaic law. They had to embrace uh, every jot and tittle of the law, the Sabbaths, the feast, the distinction between clean and unclean meats. That's a lot. And Paul said that is not what Jesus uh, expects. He, we are justified by faith in him. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that we're saved by grace, not of works not of anything that we can do because it's all on our Savior, on our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for that. We thank you that Jesus is our salvation. He's not the way to salvation. He is our salvation. We thank you for that. We thank you that Paul preached that in Jesus, everyone who believes is justified from all things which uh, could not be justified by the law. Father, we thank you for that. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. You know what all the needs are. So many needs. It could be financial help. It could be a place to live. It could be peace in their homes. It could be children that have gone astray. And Father, I thank you right now that my children and I have found a church home. I just thought I want to throw that in right now. Praising you for that, Father. Still praying for my son in Houston and to find a church home for his family. But God, we know that your script, your word says that you train up a child in the way that he should go when he is old. He will not depart from it. So we're standing on and believing on that in the name of Jesus. And again, praying for those who need you and thanking you in advance for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.